Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I have such an amazing episode planned out for you today. I cannot wait to share it with you. I have invited my friend Carissa Higgins to come onto the show and let me tell you a little bit about Carissa. Carissa is a creative marketing coach and a branding extraordinaire. Now, let me tell you a little bit about me. I am an expert when it comes to high ticket sales. I am absolutely not an expert when it comes to branding. And yet branding is so important when it comes to getting more clients and closing those four figure or even five figure price tag coaching packages. Okay, so I've invited Carissa to come onto the show to help us understand how we can make sure that our branding is reflecting those high ticket price tags. Let's go. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. Hey, hey, friends. I'm so excited to have you here listening to this episode today. I have with me an extraordinaire, an expert of all things branding, creative marketing coach, Carissa Higgins is here. I'm so stoked for you all to to listen to her, to hear her. Carissa's like one of those people that when you get into conversation, you can't help but not be fired up yourself. And those are my kinds of people. Um, So without further ado, Carissa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. And I think 
we already talked about this, but it's so powerful to have this conversation between sales and branding because it can be confusing, but I too truly believe that they go hand in hand to really find the success. And while branding can feel like a long game, well, it is a long game, right? It's going to only enhance your sales and it's going to enhance the trust and you're going to get client retention on freaking repeat because your brand is so strong and your sales are so potent from it. So I'm excited for this conversation. Oh, this is going to be so good. And I already know the first question that I'm going to ask you after this next one. Um, before we get into all the branding, all the business stuff, can you tell the listeners, like, what is your mission? Why are you in business? What are you here to transform and to do? I always tell people my mission, the reason I have came into this space and expanded is because I want to help you show up more boldly in this space. I truly believe it is the one superpower that no one else can take from you. They cannot copy it. It's only you. And when you can totally embody who you are and express and articulate that to the world, you become unstoppable. And there's two things that happen when you activate your boldness is one, you're more consistent in the message that you're sharing. You no longer hold back. Like it's just part of your life. Like I need to go share this today. How am I going to go share it? Right. It's very, it's freeing. It doesn't feel like a chore. Right. And then two, your sales will absolutely go up when you activate more boldness because you're standing out in this, whatever niche or industry you are in, and you're taking a stand for what you believe in. And you're actually narrowing your focus into this is the type of people who I really want to work with. And I know their beliefs. I know that what is this? I think it's called um, psychographics. Like, you know, what's going on, their fears, their desires, because you are them. You were them. You're actually an elevated version of them now. So yeah. when you activate that boldness, you wake up every morning wanting to show up in your business, which is our ultimate goal. I don't want you to be burnt out or hate your business. I want you to love it. And I want it to bring abundance and joy because you can have both. That is so good. Oh my gosh, you guys, this conversation is going to be so good. So the first question I have for you, and we were actually talking about this right before we hit record. And I said, Carissa, if somebody told me like, hey, Cammie, explain sales to me. Oh my gosh, you're speaking my language. I can totally explain sales in like 10 words or less. If somebody said, hey, Cammie, explain branding. It's not that I don't know what branding is, but it feels like a huge topic to me that it's hard for me to reduce branding down to like, Oh, it's your fonts or it's your yeah. colors or it's like, and I'm not saying it's, it doesn't include those things, but like, what is branding? Can you just tell us? Well, when we talk about fonts and branding, that is a part of your brand that I believe comes after building out your personal brand really understanding why you are, the bigger mission that you have here. Because we all have that bigger story. It goes much deeper than a product that we sell, right? But we don't tap into that because our brains are so concentrated on, I need to make money. I'm here. I need to make a living. And branding is not going to do it because you hear all the time and I preach it. It is the long game. So when I explain branding, when you come into a certain space, there is a feel. There is 100% a feel. When their marketing is done right and the experience is there, you feel something and it activates you. And that's the difference between, and we talked about this in our live, but it is the difference between like a Motel 8 and a boutique hotel. My people, 
the people I'm speaking to aren't going to relate to the Motel 8 feelings or the the vibe that that's going. They there they want to go to the boutique hotel where they know they're going to be taken care of, where they know that everything that is going to happen is tailored to them. They are main priority, right? And that's so it's such a different feel and branding can do that and I want to explain this in this way. And I actually didn't come up with this. I don't remember who came up with this. It was somebody in a master, uh, a mastermind. Um, but it's so brilliant about explaining branding as the human body and how it works. Because as human beings, we have a system inside of us that is always working. Like we need our hearts. We need our lungs. We need this to function for us to show up every single day. It just has to. So this is your business. Your business is the thing that you have that is going to sell something. It is the thing that helps you show up and speak every single day. But it's not exciting. Like no one comes up to me and says, oh my gosh, how are your lungs doing? Like, are they, I don't know, transferring blood okay? Whatever the lungs, air okay? Like no one's interested in what's going on in the inside. No one cares about the product or the service you have until it relates to them. So what they do follow you for and they come into your world and want to be, want more of you is because they relate to the energy you put out into the world. They relate to your beliefs. They relate to how you act. They relate to how you raise your kids. They relate to your religion. They relate to, I don't know, politics. They relate to something about you and they want more of you. They want to be in your world. It has nothing to do with how this is functioning, how you're, I keep pointing, you guys can't see me, but I'm like... The insides, how they are working, but you need that sales and your business to be working seamlessly for you to show up and actually sell your brand. Because if without this, you can't sell your brand, right? And and if you only are trying to talk about how your inner parts are working, no one's going to listen. <laughs> right, right. And I love that you brought up not only the body example, but like the hotel example, because like I tell the listeners and I've told you this, that like traveling is my love language. And we're here selling on, like specifically on this podcast, we focus on high ticket sales, something that is priced at $2,000 or more. And I believe that there is a time and a space and a place for all different kinds of offers for low ticket memberships and courses and eBooks and like masterminds that are high ticket. Like I think that all offers can do really well. Just what we focus on here is, is just high ticket. That's just like our, our forte over here. And what I like to tell people is that your offer needs to feel like I'm walking into the Ritz Carlton or the Waldorf Astoria or some five-star fancy schmancy hotel. And that doesn't mean that you have to be dripping in diamonds or have your nails done. But I mean, it can be those things if that resonates with your personal brand, but there has to be a feeling that I get of love, some level of luxury of whatever luxury means with your branding, or at least like high level quality. Because if I'm walking into your quote unquote business or your Instagram page, or if I'm showing up on a sales call with you and you're charging me $5,000, but it feels like I'm walking into Walmart, that feels so out of alignment. So can mm. you speak just like a tool, like how would one even begin to wrap their head around showcasing high ticket level branding without it necessarily having to look like, like for me, and if you look at my page, like I, I, I love like the luxury hotel, like the diamond, like the, the fancy schmancy girly girly experience, but 
high ticket doesn't have to look like that. So if I was a coach that was wanting to dive into like a high ticket, like a, a branding experience for my clients that reflected my high ticket pricing, where would I even start with that? Okay. So everything that I always think about branding goes back to feeling. So I want to ask you when you walk into the Ritz Carlton, like, is it, is it more the look of things or is it more how the people who work there approach you with confidence and certainty that they'll take care of you? Mm, That's such a great question. I would say that my initial moment, like, like in the first few seconds, it's visual. But the second I walk up to, to check in or, um, and y'all, I haven't, I don't even know if I've, I don't think I've stayed at the Ritz Carlson. I'm just using that as an example. But like the second that I would walk into, I've stayed at the Waldorf to check in. It is a different way that they communicate. And I, it makes me feel like a dang celebrity. I'll tell you that. Like, like they treat me like, like I'm a celebrity, which which helps me to show up in that level of confidence of like, I do belong here. I I can do this. Like, it's almost like their branding gives me confidence. And we're talking about a hotel. Like, like imagine the power of that in a coaching experience. Yeah. Yes. So what you just explained to me is more of a feeling. And yes, we can absolutely vary without overwhelming you with like the visual parts of branding. I think the easiest thing you can do is really make a list of the brands you love following and why you love following them and the feelings they give you when they follow when you are following them. And that'll help you reflect in how you want to show up in your own way. You're like, oh, I like this person because they are spicy. Like they are saying things that I would never say, and they give me confidence to want to show up and do that for myself. So when you can reflect on these feelings that you get from other brands, you can, and this will always evolve, you're always evolving, but you can create a feed aesthetically that can match those feelings. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like this is something that the more your brand evolves, the more your aesthetic evolves, but you can at least look like you are put together right? Like you can walk into the, to the high fancy hotels, you are put together, like you belong here, even Mm -hmm. if you're still working on getting there. Right. So you really need to reflect on how you want people to feel when they come into your world and start playing around with your feed and practicing things. Go on Pinterest and type in, if you want like luxury aesthetic, if that's your thing, Type that in and see the the visuals that come up. You're like, oh, I relate to that. I really, oh, that I really like that. And start playing around. But the biggest thing beyond that is the feeling and the certainty that you give people when they come to your space. Of I trust her. She's living out what she's speaking about. She's showing up. She's talking about her clients. She's not scared to take a stance on things. And that's building trust. And that's that's creating. You said something that did it that you said the feeling of uh, of a uh, superstar like you're walking in they feel like a movie star right mm-hmm. for me I like to walk into people's spaces and not so much feel like that but feel like this and this is gonna sound so silly but this is how everyone's so different 
feel like this like boho goddess that is like this free spirit. So when I walk into spaces, that's where I naturally go. If you give me two options and there's this fancy hotel or this bohemian like energy filled place, that's where I'm going to go every time. So if you can see, everyone has a different feel and everyone's attracted to a different feel, but you have to fully show up in that to attract those people. Totally. Totally. And I've told it, it's kind of a funny story, but I told, I told the audience this before my, um, my going back to feeling like that celebrity vibe goes back to like when I was little, when I was younger, actually, honestly, I was, I was almost graduated. I was going to be in the music space. Like that was the goal. I was convinced I was to be the next Hannah Montana when I was like 12 years old. And then it like didn't go away. Um, as I got older, like, I mean, I, I, I was looking at going to Nashville for, for school and music, um, didn't end up doing that praise the Lord because I wouldn't have met my husband. But, um, I mean, it, it goes back to like what you were just talking about. It, it stirs up a feeling, even though I'm not living that life of music and like lights and, you know, showmanship. Uh, it still stirs up those feelings. And and you better believe that like I, when I turn that camera on to talk on my Instagram stories, I turn it on. Mm. And I don't mean that I'm being inauthentic, but I like to describe it as like, it's cami at 120%. I was a theater kid. And the best thing that I ever remember, I feel like I, I when I talk about like how people need to show up at a, as 120% is like when I was a theater kid, we had to put on makeup for theater. Now, the interesting thing was that theater makeup wasn't like everyday makeup. It had to be dramatic because not so much so that the other people on stage could see it, but because the person in the back row is so far away, they have to be able to see. And so a person could look normal to me if I'm sitting in the back row or even the middle of the auditorium and I look up on the stage, because they're so far away from me, they look like normal. But if I see them after the show, they look like they have clown makeup on. Right. And, and that's how I personally view it. Like we're the disadvantage of the online space. And it's also the advantage is that we can't be in the same room as each other. And so there is a little bit of energy that's lost when we're, when we can't be physically together. And so when I turn my camera on, I am all cami, but I'm cami at a, like 120% because I'm trying to convey the punchiness and all the colors and the flavors of who Cammy is through a phone screen. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say that explains so much why you can articulate so well when you speak. I'm like, oh, it's all, I'm like putting all the dots together. I was like, that makes total sense. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I well, It's, I, I still feel like I'm like putting on like my, my performance. Um, and again, I don't mean like that in like an inauthentic way, but like it's, it is still that little girl showing up looking like Hannah Montana or pretending that she's Hannah Montana on stage when she turns on her Instagram stories. We have a lot more in common than I thought because for me, growing up, I always wanted, I didn't know anything about it, but I always wanted to be a backup dancer because I love dancing. Like I was like, I just yeah. want to be on stage dancing in my own world like and get paid for it, right? And I was that was the only thing I wanted to do. And I mean, the more I grew up, I was like, okay, that's not a good life backup dancer. <laughs> but it's funny because now I created my own stage. 
And I'm able to put that part of me inside of my brand where I do, I'm known for dancing on the internet. Like that's, that's part of who I am and it's part of my brand. And it's, it's, it's putting on the power suit, right? It's like, this is what makes me feel super free. This is what makes, takes like all of the heaviness away when I dance, kind of like Hannah Montana. And when you feel like that, when you put that power suit on, you can show up at 120%. Like you feel like you are unstoppable. And while it's not like a mask or anything, it's just you feeling really, really confident in what you're about to tell people and knowing that what you're about to say is going to hit someone and change their life. Yeah. It's like you at full flavor. You at full flavor. (laughs) I love it. So, okay. I'm curious to ask you this question. So we've been talking a lot, a lot about branding from a feeling perspective. And what I'm hearing you say is like, that's where it has to start. It has to start as a foundation of like, how do you want to feel? How do you feel? How do you want to make other people feel? And from there, you can start to build the visuals that explain that feeling. So let's talk about the visuals for just a quick second, because it's so interesting. Instagram is such a visual platform and people might think, well, duh, Cammy, but, but, but really like when you compare Instagram to Facebook or you compare Instagram to what was Twitter and is now called X, like when I go to Twitter or X, it, I, I'm not expecting to see, well, I don't even, I don't have a Twitter account, but I'm not expecting to, to go on there and see photos. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going on there to read. Or when I go to YouTube, um, I'm not going on there to find, I wouldn't go to YouTube to find the most beautiful um, aesthetic for my vision board. I'd go to Pinterest for that. And Facebook, even even though there are photos on Facebook, it was written, it was just, it was created as a platform where you were supposed to type and post things like how it was like, what's on your mind today or something like that. But Instagram was created from the inspiration of the Polaroid, the Polaroid image. And so it is so visual. And so can you speak to how do we acknowledge the feeling of our brand but also acknowledge the visuals and like, how would one even start to go about, I heard you say earlier, like, you know, go to Pinterest. How would somebody be able to articulate, oh, like my, my branding colors are pink or, you know, they're, they're neutrals or they're forms of yellow. Like, how does that even start? Oh gosh, this is so, okay. So this is going, you have to go in order to even get to that point. This is what McKenna and I, she's my business partner. We spend about a month with our clients pulling out their stories pulling out the things that they thought their fears and their desires like we pull out so much from them and all we do is listen to them talk like it's literally us listening to them talk and we take what they say and we do our magic and then we put it back we like hold a mirror up to them and say Look what we just heard because they're they're thinking I you know I don't think I have what it takes. This person it has way more experience. This person can speak better than me. This person has a better product. This person's product suite is way better than like all these thoughts that they have. So we want to dig deep, hear their story, spit it back out, hold the mirror up, and say, "Look what we just heard you say. This is your story. These are your experiences. This is your differentiator, and this is why you are here sharing your message and your work every single day. And they're like, minds are blowing, blown. They're like, I have been trying to say that for two years, and I didn't know how to say that. 
So after that month of really uncovering who they are and their message and why they want to be there, then that's when we can start incorporating their voice, the feelings they want to create. But it starts with understanding who you are, the deeper work that no one wants to do. Mm, And it's so potent. And this is the hardest part of communicating what I do. Because many people are living in the fast track. They are high paced, they're high achievers. And sometimes you don't understand the impact that it can have when you build those foundations and have a solid brand to stand on. Because it is, it takes time, it takes work, it takes mental fortitude. But when you have that, that's when your actual brand can start being built and you're proud of it. And the colors come and the feelings come. And I can, like, what my Instagram is right now. At first, I was light and bright and bold with colors like the neon pinks and all the bright colors because I always thought of myself as the funny, happy-go-lucky girl. That was who I was my entire life. I never thought that I could add any insight to an actual conversation. I never thought that I was valuable to anybody. I was just the happy, funny girl. And that's how I expressed myself. And after doing my own branding journey and doing a lot of inner work on myself and understanding really what my purpose is here, that's when my Instagram started to change. Mm. I'm a pretty sensual person. I am a feeler. I like to, to go deep with things. And I never knew that about myself until I started learning more of who I am. And that's when you can see a sh- if you go way, 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 way down on my Instagram, it's light, bright. Totally not who I am today. What you see now is what I've evolved into and what I will continue to evolve. So the answer to your question to go back, it's digging deep into who you are and then you know your voice and the feeling and then you can hook your aesthetics up with that that matches. So everything's cohesive and you feel really good about it. Well, and I'm so glad that you brought up going back to like, what is your story? What is your experience? How are you showing up? Because that was that was my next question. And so you, you you're oh. reading my mind. I love it. And it's so true that like there's, I am the first person to put aside the deep work, and I have awareness around this, and that's why I have a have a a, a mentor uh, in the space that that supports me in that. But I'm the first person to put aside the deeper work and just do do do. And so when I was challenged earlier this year to take 12 weeks and do that deep, deep work, it was so scary at first. And, um, it was so freeing afterwards. So, so freeing afterwards. And, um, it's deep work that, and I know I'm kind of being a little bit vague here. I'm not trying to be, but, um, just we all have a story and my story is different than than Sally down the road's story but we all have a story and when we're not ashamed of that story and if there's any trauma involved we heal from that we really allow ourselves to become fully ourselves and which which can allow me to be Cami at 120% on in my business and it can be Cami relaxed and chilling out with her husband and Cami all fired up talking to Carissa on this podcast. And, and they're all Cami, but they're, it's Cami evolved. I was talking to my sister yesterday. Um, and I was like, girlfriend, you, if you scroll back 
in my Instagram, you'll see how I've transformed. And I mean, you got to scroll back a little bit, um, but you, I mean, you go back, you'd see how I would transform and, and it's, it's pretty cool to see. It, it's pretty, I know that people talk about like ne- the negatives of social media, but it, it really is cool that it's a, it's a photograph book. Yeah. I just did a post about how um, I was the other day, speaking of stories and experiences, I was, I went to an art museum and I really loved this artwork and it was a mosaic and I'm staring at it. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And I went up close. I was like, man, this is just like a bunch of little specks, like paint strokes and dots. And then I back up, like slowly back up. And I was like, there's the picture. There's mm-hmm. the beauty. There's why I love this painting. And I was like, that is why branding is so important. Cause it is, like you said, it's a collection of your journey, of your stories, of your life, of things you love, things that you take so seriously, your family. I mean, your lowest points, your highest points, like it's literally a collection and creates this essence of who you are. And when you back up, just like how I post every day about these things, when you back up, it's an entire story right there. And it is the reason why my community connects with me because the stories I'm telling it's like a mosaic and that so relates to what you just said 100% it's so funny that you said that my when my husband just got back um he was on a work trip and he brought me this mosaic literally like I was just drinking in this coffee mug it was a it was a mosaic coffee mug of all these broken little pieces that form this beautiful photo and I was looking at I was like how do they even find pieces that are like curved enough to like be where it needs to be curved and like straight where it needs to be straight. And, um, so, so just confirmation that you just said that. I love that. I literally have goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> isn't that cool? That's weird. <laughs> so, okay. Carissa, well, we're going to wrap up here, but I, I want to ask you one more question before I have you tell all the ladies where they can come hang out with you and find you on Instagram. If you had to boil down and this is gonna be a little challenging of a question and it's gonna be a loaded question if you had to boil down to one practical thing that you would tell an online coach who is wanting to get more clients who is wanting to sell a high ticket but is really struggling to establish her brand what is the first practical thing that you would have her do this is going to be it sound extremely practical and yet really hard at the same time. Yeah, I'm ready for it. But I would ask you, what do you want to be known for in this space? What do you really, really want to be known for? What, like, what do you want people to talk about? How do you want people to talk about you when you're not in the room? How do you desire to be perceived? by your most juicy heck yes clients like that's where I always start because that's an easy question what do I want to be known for but when you can answer that it starts to bring clarity to this is this is what I need to be talking about and hopefully it relates to your offer your high ticket offer yeah absolutely <laughs> But when you can get clarity on what you need to be known for, that's when you start to be, start thinking about, oh my gosh, I only want to be known for this 
thing. Like this is the one thing that I know I can solve and you get to go all in on that and you get to be creative and you get to say it in a thousand different ways mm-hmm. and your brand all of a sudden starts to come to life. It starts to have clarity. Now, this is only one thing. There's like a good, like I said, it takes a lot of deeper work, but that's a good place to start. What do you want to be known for? And get really honest with yourself. Like, what do you want people to feel as soon as they come onto your page? And what do you want them to be thinking when they leave your page? Totally. Totally. Oh, you said it beautifully. You said it beautifully. Well, friend, we could talk for like four hours and I hope that we, we will, we'll have so many more opportunities, hopefully of collaboration and conversations. Um, but can you tell the listeners where they can come find you, hang out with you online? Yes. So I'm active on Instagram, carissahiggins.com. Um, I also have my baby. I am going to make fun of myself a little bit, but I love Facebook. And I know people say it's the dinosaur of of social media platforms, but it's where I built my entire business. And I think it's because you had mentioned, like, you write. You write there. I'm a long-form copywriter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that is, like, where I began everything um, is through typing long form. So oh, cool. Facebook's my baby. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and you can find me over there, same same name, Carissa Higgins. Um, and we also have a group over there called Learn, Earn, Impact for rising coaches and um, thought leaders to really start amplifying and elevating their brand. And we don't hold back. We're not gatekeepers. Like we want you to get transformation. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's where you can catch me. I'm bouncing around there. Um, Instagram, I just, I honestly am falling in love with how I'm showing up there. It's so aligned to who I am. And and it took some time to figure that out, but I'm here, baby. I'm here. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks so much for taking time out of your, we're recording this on, on a Friday. Um, but thanks for time, taking time out of your day to come hang out and chat and just bless these ladies with your, your expertise. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.